Now back to Splashly for three with Ashley Scoggin on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Look at her go. Look at her go. Ashley's hey, learning. learning. Ashley learning. just learned. She's learning how to run the board. So this is good stuff. Uh, Splashly for three. We have the entire Scoggin family. Uh, we talked to the young folks, and now we're going to talk to the parents. Let's bring them. Ashley, introduce your parents to the folks. All righty. Well, obviously you guys have <coughs> heard and seen my mom on the show previously. But if you haven't, her name is Chrissy. She is the OG mom. And my dad is Craig. He has not been on the show yet, but he is in the house tonight. So we are so excited to have them. Uh, the folks are active. Uh, Aaron North is a fan. He's on the text line. He says, your release is so quick, hard to stop. Uh, <laughs> he goes, I see you driving a little bit more. Great to see it. Uh, and then there's several let's go on the text line. Folks are just shouting out and saying, okay, come on through. So this is fun for me because all of the student athletes at the university of nebraska are products of a, of a, a household and they're products of a belief system they're products of a work ethic and often we can evaluate the parents by the young person the greatest compliment i can give you is that if you look around this room and look at what you have put into the universe, you can be proud of yourselves. Job well done. Um, this is an amazing thing you've created. And not just Ashley, but your entire family. This is a work of really good stuff. And I want to say that to you uh, out loud. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, you both, uh, we talked a little bit about mentorship. Uh, before the show, and you were telling a story about how it affects you and why it's in your heart. I'd ask you to tell that story again. Well, when I was young, uh, I had a friend, and he filled a lot of voids that my dad did not. Uh, my dad taught me how to work. He worked hard. But fishing, hunting, that wasn't things that he really had time for or watching sports, helping me with my sports. So Tom filled that void. And uh, one time when we were on one of our trips to Idaho to fish, I told him, and this was after years of him paying for my meals, paying for my fishing licenses, teaching me how to tie poles and make fishing poles, uh, being at my home two or three nights a week. Uh, after fishing and just years and years uh, since I was eight years old and I was in high school at the time and I said Tom one of these days I'm going to pay you back and he said well Craig he says I'll tell you the same thing my uncle told me because my uncle did the same thing for me he took me everywhere he paid for me and he said uh, just find someone and do it for them and our family is a product of that. It's obvious that 
you guys are connected in a unique way, and it's not just the family. It's um, you guys actually enjoy each other, <laughs> which is pretty cool to watch um, most of the time. Well, I mean, look, if it was all the time, if it was all the time, I would know that you're all aliens and that you have failed miserably at hiding that. Um, what I would say now is the fact that you're putting not only your young people through this, but as a coach to be able to um, pass this stuff along to folks who are speaking in your voice no matter what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We talked about the power of coaches and that sometimes it is either misidentified or misused. For you, what was your coaching philosophy for the young people of of other parents? Well, for one, I took it serious. I mean, I was all in. I mean, it didn't matter how long it took, where you had to be, uh, when you had to be. Um, I always looked at it as an honor. It should be an honor to be called coach and I took that very very serious and to me it didn't matter what level you were at like I'm gonna help you be better I I'm gonna support you I'm gonna teach you I'm gonna be there and you know we at one point we did our own basketball club and we would meet with the parents we would weekly we met with each player individually and when we met with the parents we also brought in their child right and one of the things that we found is that the parents goals very rarely were the same as the kids goals Mm -hmm. and sometimes like they would almost like get into it while we're they're like no mom and dad or no, this is what I want. And they're like, oh, are you sure? You know, like very rarely was it on the same page. And <clears throat> so for us, we tried teaching them and helping them. Okay, we need to be on the same page or this is not going to work. And so we tried to make that triangle of, okay, how do we meet everybody's needs here? Mm-hmm. It was a challenge. Well, you found a way because it shows up. I can speak to it speaks it shows up in Ashley mm-hmm. that you guys have put directional thinking like purpose plan mission mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, having standards to go with that like setting a standard to the work like there are people to say they work hard they don't know why mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't know why mm-hmm. and 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 it's a lot of wasted energy but you guys have managed to do that is that purposeful would you call that purposeful absolutely there's a means to an end absolutely it's it's not practice that makes perfect it's perfect practice that makes perfect that's chris paul Mm -hmm. and uh there there is an objective in the end it's it's well you guys had always asked like what do you really want right so i think like a lot a lot of the times um when you guys would ask you're like okay like is this something that you want to do in the future and but like how are you going to go about like actually getting it like there's goals within the goals and there's steps along to that so like i think even from like a young age i don't think not all three of us fully understood the magnitude of it until we got older but a lot of the times like even even now you guys are like okay so if this is what you want what do you have to do to get it 
And I think that was a big principle that they had taught since we were little. Like, okay, if, if this is something that you really want, like, you can't just, like, say that. Like, you have to do all the steps in order to achieve it. I'll ask, th- I'll ask both parents. What's the most important thing for Ashley's success? Like, if you have point to one thing and say she's doing well or she's not doing well, this thing is going to be a thing you can go to pretty quickly. A number one? A number one. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I think. <coughs> go ahead. Mindset. Mindset. Justin's All over there shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's that. That Kobe Bryant style mindset. Mentality. Mentality. It. I mean, just being confident with that. <coughs> I think, like, uh, staying, like, true to my own abilities. Mm-hmm. Your and, own standard is yeah, important. Yeah, in my, my own standard. Mm-hmm. I think when um, when I've stuck to that, I've done, I've done way better than even I thought I could or I succeeded what my thoughts were. So I think like if they were if they were to say if, if it was like one thing that would probably be like <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> uh, well, okay. A person has to believe it before they'll achieve it. And getting an athlete that's why I you know, when I heard that Nebraska had a sports psychologist, mm. uh we just met him last night. And well, you guys knew that we had that I had talked oh, to him before, but they hadn't actually met him yet. But <coughs> most people don't understand how powerful that is in terms of athletes uh, overcoming their self-imposed limits. <laughs> and coaches. <laughs> Thank you. And Amen coaches. And coaches. How was the meeting with with the with the team? Well, I mean, that's big. When you, this is the person. That is not only getting into the head of your daughter, but planting seeds. Well, honestly, like, I saw him out on the court. I didn't Mm. know who it was. Okay. He's shooting hoops, right? And so then we were in the training room. He comes by, you know, kind of in and out. So later I asked Ashley, I was like, who was that? And so she told us, and I'm like, just so you know, when I see him next, I'm going to flick him some crap. <laughs> and and so I did. Like, Brent, like, you didn't introduce yourself. Like, we had no idea, like, who you were. Right. It's Brett, Mom. Brett, sorry. Yeah. Sometimes Brent, Brett, <laughs> you know. Sorry. And, and so we met him. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure. Uh, but I definitely had to. You know, in our meeting, like, it was. Informal. It was very informal. Yeah. So we actually haven't got into anything deep for sure so well <laughs> that that that's good and bad because <clears throat> that that space between our ears is very important as we said <laughs> we got to take no, care of that brett is really good i really like him he's like if i ever need a spot just to go go to and talk about things that i may be struggling with or i mean just a update or yeah. you know whatever like yeah. i can go to him he's really he's really good Mom and Dad, your impressions, the good things that Amy Williams does. Defensive specialist is something that watching practice, that's one of her things. 
Like, she takes it very seriously. And, and it's she, accurate, and it's good. Yeah. And, I mean, if the girls, I mean, she's right there. I mean, she's on it. When, when you when you first met Amy, what what was your first impression? In person or on Zoom? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Because I never went to campus or anything. So the first time, like, our... So your recruiting was done over Zoom? Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. And through your meetings, your first meetings were her were through Zoom? Yes. Yep. Okay. So now, Tom, what did you think <laughs> of her? That's fantastic. Well, like, uh, the first thing is, it's Nebraska. Right. Okay. It's big. This well, yeah. actually, Husker actually, Nation. Actually, yeah. you guys had talked on the phone, I think, before the Zoom call. Because I had spoke with her a few times before then. No, I thought nope. it was a Zoom call. Are no, you sure it was a Zoom call? Very first time, very first time was Zoom. Yeah. You talked to us as a family on Zoom when she offered you the scholarship. That's the oh, first time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, never mind. I had spoken to her before they had met her. Mm -hmm. So she, the, like the some of the first conversations are during the offer. Mm -hmm. oh, we're living in a different world. Okay, that is no. Well, but see, but COVID. my well, it's COVID. But and, my and, and, my process was f way not yeah. ordinary at all. Yeah, I mean we've talked about that, but it's fascinating that mm -hmm. in this day and age, I mean pandemic included, that parents and coaches and student athletes aren't having those initial conversations. That's a big part of you handing your daughter over to a coach and a program. But they came off so um, – See, but like with my academic situation, that was one thing that surprised us mm -hmm. because when I transferred – obviously, I was at Slick for three years. Mm -hmm. So degree progress-wise, I was not at 60% yet and where I needed to be okay. in terms of earning my degree. Okay. So when I got here, when you're at your third year of being in school, obviously you have to be to that 60% point. Well, I wasn't there yet. So, so what was what was required? I first? had I had to take twelve credits during the summer. Okay. When I first got here, in order to be eligible for me to play in the fall. And was that that was in the pandemic as well? Right? That was in that was during COVID. Okay. So, mm -hmm. they when once they kind of had found that out, Dennis LeBlanc, which is one of the guys, I'm sure you know him. Yeah. He was on the phone talking to everybody and their mom about okay like what like um what degree can she go into how many transferable credits are allowed like my academic situation was not like normal so they had to figure all of that out just in order for me to be considered like to be recruited eligible to be. eligible to even play so they did not go you did not go through the clearinghouse the academic clearinghouse first before recruiting no i did i was all okay. i was okay. all through that okay it was just the fact that i was at a juco that did not offer certain credits that i needed to be able to get to that degree point well come on salt lake come so on. no i mean <laughs> there's no community college that offer those high level unless you went to a community classes. college in the state of nebraska is that the yes okay so, you know, obviously I was out of state, everything like that. So they were like behind the scenes doing all that work. And I had talked to her a few times, but they were like, okay, in order, you know, for us to, we just need to know if this is going to be in a good chance to move forward before, you know, because obviously they wanted me as a player. Mm -hmm. It was also that too. So I had two separate 
kind well, of they're not going to bring you here if they think you're going to flunk out. Like right. that—that's just right. And it wasn't even—it wasn't even grade-wise. I had good grades, yeah. but they had to go through all of that. And then even during COVID, I was still in school at Slick. So I finished with my classes at Slick, and I was enrolled the next week in twelve summer credits here. She was the first one. I was I'd, the first one. I don't remember the name of the program. Yeah. But she was the first one. They had put a program together for incoming transfers that would possibly be in the same situation as mine to benefit from coming in that summer, take your 12 credits to be eligible to play in the fall. So is that what they're using now for folks in the transfer portal? I have no idea. I would imagine that it is. But well, you had to be that, up front, you know. Yeah, like I, you know, I mean, <laughs> if you're gonna go, go first. Yeah, well, you know. So like they worked very hard to be able to be able to do that to get as much transferable credits as possible, and then once they had kind of figured all of that out, then it was like, okay, now we're moving on to when do you get here? We're offering, like I committed May second. I was here May nineteenth. That's pretty like that's good. that's fast. Th- that's pretty good. With not even visiting, with not even like the, I the, yeah. The, then I have to. We'll, we'll we'll go to break, but when we come back, I'll have to ask that process for for the parents. That's moving pretty quickly in a slippery slippery slope and in a, in a bit of an unknown. So how you got through it, I'll ask about that when we come back. 